You're listening to the number one FM food talk show in Hampton Roads, Grits with Deb and Fitz. Broadcasting to you live at the 757, home of fried blue crabs, Yakaman, and the birthplace of American barbecue. Get the inside scoop on the personalities shaping our food scene. Discover cheap and delicious meals available locally, and explore the unexpected ways food and culture intersect. Food talk, the way it should be. Pander free, no apologies. This is Grit with Deb and Fitz. Hello, everybody. I'm Deb. Hey, and I'm Fitz. Deb. Fitz. I have a theory. <laughs> oh, okay. You hear what my theory is? I'm nervous, but sure. So I think that at least half of the people that are into antiques, mm-hmm. they do antiques because they're looking for people to talk to. <laughs> really? Well, okay. So think about it. So okay. most recently, you with your new place, you're looking for mid-century modern type stuff because I have... I've shown Deb the light when it whoa, comes to the whoa, glory. Whoa, uh, whoa! I liked modern. that before you, so like, uh, uh, there. Wait. You know, I had life before I met she you, right? Does like, not own a single piece of mid-century modern oh furniture. Oh my god! Because but it, she was in to whatever, whatever, me whatever. This is this see, is the first. See, am I going to get to do my bit, or are you going to interrupt me? We're going to argue about I'm being, it. Here. I'm being you right now. Okay, okay. Continue. So, uh, all right. So, most recently, we were looking in Richmond because you have a new place. Yeah. So you're looking for mid-century modern furniture and stuff like that. I have a room with some mid-century modern furniture, so I'm always in the market for mid-century modern stuff. So we're looking around Richmond, and we go to this place uh, in the in uh, Chaco Bottom. Yes. And uh, I believe his name is, is Alan. His name is Alan. Name is Alan. Uh, b- even though I was a little hesitant on his name, I know every <laughs> single detail about his life because from the minute I walked in there, that man told me that he had kidney cancer at one point, but he's doing better. He is better, yes. And this is not funny, but I'll show you how deep this guy. Remember, I just met this guy. He tells me that his cousin died from being in the army. Correct. And getting uh, uh some sort Poison of a shot? From water. It was, no, yeah. no, the shot wasn't it. Oh, the no, shot? No, it was no. the water. Oh, okay. You tuned out by that point. <laughs> I, I did. Yes. It had been like a half hour in. Told me about his relationship problems with his ex-wife and how she had yeah. bought some furniture but then sold it back to him and he was she was mad she gave it back right, to him. Yeah. About his new girlfriend and keeping his, his relationship. Uh, right, they have to go out all the time to you know keep things fresh and meet new people. About and, how he know. upholsters every single thing that has to do with <laughs> furniture. About how only gay people mm. make mid-century modern furniture. His words, not, not mine. Yeah, yeah, he did say that. Um, and, and so so like this is like I, literally I'm touching on like two percent of what this man told me. Yeah, I mean literally I, he was about to be like you know uh, I'm not circumcised. Uh, how do you feel about that? Like the dude was all in my face with all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and see uh, you know one thing about Deb. And this is this is the thing. Oh boy, when Deb does not want to take any uh, Nick gets this. When Deb does not want to take any. You know, she'll she'll put it into stuff. Like she's the heavy. Like yeah, any uh, kind of deal any kind of deal we have with like, you know, radio stations <laughs> or you know, people I, we're writing about I feel or like something. That's an it's like if someone's gotta h- handle it, Deb will handle it. So uh, the whole time I'm like, how do I get away from this motherfucker <laughs> for two minutes so I can text message Deb and be like, Deb, put it into this, please. Please, Deb, put it into this. But this man kept talking and talking and talking. And like literally mm. I was hyped because we had went where did we go that day? We went okay, a bunch we of places. We went to a bunch of places. We went to Mixie's Antique Mall in Mechanicsville, which 
was surprised. Like, I don't know what I expected from the outside. I was a little concerned. Oh, we we were rolling in Mechanicsville, and you were like, oh, I got to be out of this town by 6 p.m. Like, you were... <laughs> You were not comfortable. It, it was a little, uh, you know, anytime you see a whole bunch of Civil War battlefield signs, mm. it's just a little sketchy for me. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to be here when it's dark. I'd like to leave, please. So, yeah, that is, a, that is a thing. I did say that. I'll admit it. But we rolled up there, and it looked, it didn't look like much from the outside. It did not. It but it like, was awesome on the It inside. was amazing. Like, there's a bunch of stuff I'm going to go back and get. And then we went to the architectural salvage place, Governor's Antiques and Architectural the, Salvage. The hottest... <laughs> <laughs> antique mall salvage place i mean i was i was sweating player you were sweating like, in there it was, it was almost comparable when i had to move your entire apartment okay so you know what like, again with was, this again was, with this i was it, it was rough it was a little warm for me and i don't get high very often it was so, rough i mean yeah. your hair puffed up like four inches <laughs> like for real it was it was rough so but it was it was cool in there. The, uh, the one yeah. I like that's a little bit pricey is yeah. that uh, what was what was the place that we first went to? The dude, the real good stuff. The first one. Though. Oh my goodness! Last year, you mean? Last uh, uh, past chapters. Yes. Past chapters. Here's the thing: if you're looking to, to mid-century modern shop, go to Richmond. Richmond for is where sure. it is at. For sure. I, I, as someone who's liked mid-century modern, not Deb. I here we go. Have looked for places all around Hampton Roads. There's like two or three, maybe. Richmond, man, it, that stuff's everywhere. It is, and yeah. and since you know Deb has this new place and she's like converting to hipsterdom. Oh my! Oh you know, wow! She's, wow! She's all about not the happening. Not happening. Oh, it's going on. I'm not a hipster. Like what? We had this conversation earlier. I'm not a hipster. You're becoming one. No, I'm not. No, I'm, not. I'm still the same person I was a year ago. You're, you're, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Okay, I, I don't well, agree with I'm not even sure. All right, all right, all right. But that, that, that aside, that aside. <laughs> if past chapters, I was really impressed by. But yeah. now, but now here's the thing. So it mm. may not be a ratio. It may not be a ratio of fifty percent, but at least like 30 percent. Because the first time this happened, where I noticed it, we went to the very first time we went to Richmond to look for mid-century modern. Right. And the dude, and we've talked about this on the other he was on like cocaine. <laughs> he and was. And he had to tell us about his entire life story. Right. I don't even remember the name of that place. I'm just not going back. Like, like if you even suggest it, I'm going to hit you with a sock because I can't do it. <laughs> I cannot do what, that again. What is in the sock? Back, like nickels maybe. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's but, what I used to do in D.C. Like hit people to, with sock nickels? Well, no, because I was scared I was going to get mugged. So, like... <laughs> you had a, a so, I had sock with nickel, nickels in because I was like, well, you know, if someone tries to mug me, I can, like, I can, hit, them with, I can hit them with a What did you just have mace? Because I was afraid it was going to spill and I used to carry my lunch in that same bag. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't have a mace lunch. So, like, I would just carry it <laughs> Well, I figure you know I can hit him with the sock with the nickel. Never. Okay. Okay. Well, but, but anyways, so two things. One, if you're looking for great mid-century modern stuff, definitely go to Richmond. Yes. If you're in there. And two, be careful because at least 35 percent of these people just want friends. And literally, we were leaving uh, the place in Shaco Bottom, the uh, Allen's Atomic. Uh, I want to talk your head off. Uh, Deb literally walked. I was like, I was so afraid that he was going to ask us to go out with him and his girlfriend. I, I was. That's not even a lie. Because we knew about his girlfriend too, not just his wife. Right. She also sells mid-century clothes. clothing, clothes, clothing, clothes. and hats to be specific. You know, because she—that's what she's into. But yeah, I really thought he was going to be like, "So y'all, what y'all doing for dinner tonight?" Like, it, it probably was this close. Like, if we had not left, five more minutes, he was going to ask us to dinner. 
Seriously. No, I'm not going to. And he literally, they have a, he has a warehouse of stuff that I would love <laughs> to see. And he was trying to get me to go. And I was like, no, no, I got to leave. I'm, I I'm would so not busy. go with you. I'm sorry. Oh, you would come. I, you wouldn't come? I don't know. I don't want to be there for three hours. Like, I'm not getting that hour of my life back. You know what no. I mean? Like, no. come on. Well, before we run out of time, yeah. guys, we'll be right back after this break. When you want to celebrate the entire experience of dining, not just the food, but conversation, setting, the feel, you start by choosing the right spot. A classic 1920s building, an era when style was never sacrificed. A part of town with some character. I mean, a little gritty, up and coming, like a boxer who's finally ready to take the prize. 17th Street in the Vibe District, not far from the beach. Some green space where you can grow food and put your money where your mouth is when you talk about truly locally sourced ingredients. A craft beer selection so diverse that even beer snobs don't know where to begin. And when you say an inspired menu, you better mean it. Octopus tacos, bacon sliders, beef and burrata salad, house-made noodles. This is a place you want to go, right? That's Esoteric Restaurant. All the ingredients to celebrate not just food, but the dining experience. You bring the good conversation, Esoteric Restaurant will do the rest. Esoteric, in the Vibe District at 17th and the Boulevard. EsotericVB.com Hey guys, we're back. And Deb, before we get to Chef Sam Garrity, who's going to be coming up after this segment, I got to tell you this thing I've been noticing. I've been noticing a pattern. Okay. So, and it's kind of weird too, because like, you know, women are always upset, and rightfully oh so, gosh. about <laughs> not being seen for like who they are, but like, you know, they're or their or something, you know, the, basically their physicality. <laughs> but I, I have noticed uh-huh. that, you know, the woman of which I'm not allowed to speak her name on this on this show, she consistently is very demanding for sex on Sunday nights. And I couldn't figure out what this was. I was like, why is this woman trying to get... I mean, I wasn't complaining. I feel like you are. No, no. I feel like you are. No, no, no. It's, it's good stuff. But like, <laughs> but literally, I noticed this thing where it's like every night, late night, Sunday. So I'm tired, right? Because, you know, her and I hang out a lot on Saturdays. That's like our day to do fun things. And then Sunday, I have to work on stuff. So I'm, usually by like Sunday night... I'm tired, but every Sunday night it's like, mm, mm. and like, <laughs> is it hands. That she, wait a minute, does she do that? Does she? Mm, yeah, mm, she makes a noise mm. when, she, when she starts to run her hand. Yeah, my, she's got this move. She acts like she's gonna like cuddle and it's gonna be oh, sweet, my but then it's like God. I hear, mm, mm, and then like hand. But anyways, what is she I don't know. But just just hear me out. Every every Sunday night uh, late, right? Uh-huh, yep. She's always trying to get it in. And like, uh-huh. I'm clearly tired. I couldn't figure out why. Like, we could, like, any day to. It's because. Wait, is it only on Sundays? No, no, no. But it's it's always on Sunday night, always late. And it's, <laughs> here's what it is. I figured it out. Oh, heavy. She's got this really demanding new job. And she's basically being like, yo, I got to get something like fun in my life because I'm about to put in some seriously hard nine to fives or more for the next five days. Where's that? You know what I'm saying? Like, she needs that loving sensation that. That mm, that you yeah. know that that feeling of desire, fun. Oh, she needs okay. the. You know what I'm saying? Because she's got so much. She's got to put up with. Oh wow! Work that wow. whole week that she's uh-huh. like, I need something fun to think about. Is that what that is? Well, if she knows, like you know, what if she's able to squeak out like one or two orgasms during the week, they're gonna be that like tired, not rested <laughs> orgasm. You know that kind of like. Uh, oh, uh, it's gonna be that oh, thing. Is, you know? is that is that how? That yeah, happens? yeah. It's gonna oh, be that. Yeah, okay. It's not to the loser. It's always about like guys 
when they go to sleep. No, 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 no. If you knock that, okay, out, you ain't just knocking the out. You're knocking the girls gonna be out too. She's gonna be out as well. Really? That's how that works. Yes. I thought that was because it was late. You just said that this happens when it's late. So late. On Sunday night, it's just every Sunday night, late (laughs) night. No matter how tired either one of us are, we could have been watching the most like like sleepers where like children are being abused or or like a catholic church documentary (laughs) it doesn't matter whatever is not about being in the mood oh my i get in that bed i mean it's done it's like "Mm," and then like the hand (laughs) and like i mean literally like i i have i'll tell you how bad it is there was this one time oh my gosh where i was Mm -hmm. like gassy right (laughs) i had no business i even told her i was like Yo, like I'm a little gassy, because I, I was thinking I had, I had already recognized. Because you care. Yes, I well, you know I had already recognized this trend, mm, right? And yeah. so I, I was dropping hints, you know, the whole time. I was like, let me put on like sleep something that's like not about getting it on. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that didn't work. And I was like, you know, my and, and listen, it's not that I don't want to get it on or whatever. I feel like me. you don't. No, 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 no. I believe. I, trust me. <laughs> trust me. Oh, okay. I can't say your name. But if she was asked, and if she had to like swear on a Bible, she'd be like, mm, "That fits. He's good at what he does." That's what does he even have to do? With what no, I'm just saying. Said, like, I'm not. Ty- I'm not like. Believe me, I'm still virile. I'm not in my prime, but I'm still good. You know what I'm saying? But you know. Yeah, but that doesn't even make sense with what I just said. You were like, you seem like you don't want it. Yeah, like. Well, you- not at two in the morning. Like, I'm tired. We've already covered this. Oh, I'm not. Because you're young. getting older. Watch it now. Watch it now. <laughs> But no, 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 no. So, uh-huh. so anyways, my thing is, is yeah. like, should I feel offended about this? Because I'm basically being used to help Whoa. her get through her week. Wow. Did she see it that way? Has she told you? Well, like, yeah, I don't, she hasn't said that, but it's uh-huh. every Sunday night well, I feel before like, she has the five-day week. Yeah. And she's frisky. So I'm just, I'm asking <laughs> you, is frisky. that, should I feel like I'm being, like I'm a piece of meat? I feel, you know, I feel like you should be. Mm. You should feel like, you know what? I'm still desirable. You know what I mean? I know. Look at this face. I know she, I'm desirable. Oh look my at these God. baby blues. Look uh, at him. You know, look at him. Come on, looking at you. Really. You are out of your <laughs> You are out of your mind right now. <laughs> I know I'm desirable. Like, I got no problem. Well, okay. Well, you know I'm what? a fat guy well, here's, desirable. Here's, That's how pretty this face you is. You know what? I'm like Sir, B you know actor okay. movie fan. Like, I'm movie. not the leading guy, yeah. but I'm like mm-hmm. the supporting guy. You're the supporting actor. I'm like, I'm like Tommy on that show. What's that show you had me watching? What's the name of that show? Power. Power. I'm like Tom. You know what I'm saying? You are not like Tommy. Oh, I'm like, like Tommy. You are absolutely not no, like Tommy. I'm like Tommy. You really aren't. No, I'm like anyway. <laughs> anyway, like I feel like she's damned if she does, damned if she doesn't. Because then if she doesn't like, apparently moan and go. Mm, mm, apparently, before she puts the moves on you, well, no, it's then funny, you're gonna be like, why isn't she putting the moves on me? So like, which one is it? No, like, I don't. I know that's not true. That's not true. I would not at two in the morning. I'm not going. Why isn't my girl putting the moves on me? Well. It, I'm just wait, wait here's here's the thing. Yeah. Yep. Like th- it's it's just it's very clear, uh-huh, right? Yeah. That she needs it right before work. So I'm not saying it's not about me a little bit. But oh, it's like it's not really about me. Uh-huh. It's about what I can do wow. to make her week better. Wow. I mean, well, if if you're supposed to be together, then you should like, I mean, fulfill that for her, right? I and I do. Okay, so then what's the problem? I do. So then what's the problem? 
Well, there's no problem. It's, you sound like you can play. Well, in the I'm just worried. I'm just. I mean, you know. Oh, you're worried. Well, yeah, I could what? fall asleep. I could have a late <laughs> in night the middle home. of it. Well, no, not in the middle. Well, well, we have covered that she's supplying the motion more than me. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! So. <laughs> it must not be very. Good. No, it's not. No, it must not be any good. No, no, if no, you're no, falling no. asleep in the middle of it. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. How healthy is it? Well, I guess they say that sex is good for your heart. Yes, unless you've had a heart attack recently. But yes. I'm just, I don't know. Sometimes at two in the morning, I'm just like, you know, I need to sleep. Well, I mean, but there are other times in the week that this happens, right? Yes. I feel like you should feel used if it only happens on Sundays. Because then she doesn't give a whatever the rest of the week. But if she, if there are other things happening throughout the week, then I feel like it's just like a bonus. You should feel like it's a bonus. All right. All right. I'm just saying. You, right. you don't? Who is complaining about getting sex? Like, how does that happen? No, I'm just what saying. What dude is mad it's, about that? I just know that? it's not like, mainly about me. Like, you know what? Mm, I'm getting too much. Damn. Like, who is saying that? Well, I can't blame her. I mean, again. Oh, look, my you know, God. You know, oh, my God. <laughs> right, guys. Can we take a break? On that note, we'll be right back with Chef Sam Garrity. Ready to get cooking? The Culinary Institute of Virginia's accelerated program means you can earn a bachelor's degree in just two and a half years or an associate's degree in only 15 months. At CIV, you don't just read, listen, and watch. You learn by doing. And from day one, Culinary Institute of Virginia students are taught more than just the science of cooking, but also the economics of running a successful kitchen operation. Culinary Institute of Virginia at ECPI University. Learn more at Chef va.com At the crack of dawn, Kevin Jameson and his team are out picking tomatoes at New Earth Farm in Pungo. By noon, they're slicing them up at Commune to put on sandwiches made with homemade breads and to make tomato sauce for the next season. For Jameson and his team, farm-to-table isn't some fad, it's life. Kevin owns Commune and New Earth Farm, and the team knows your lunch from seed to service. Sure, it's next-level farm-to-table. Commune means local. It means sustainable. It means no lemons because lemons don't grow here. It means changing the menu to match the harvest. So when a farmer from Pungo tells Kevin the tomato harvest this year is the best in a decade, you better believe a tomato gazpacho gets on the menu. It means treating the ingredients and the earth with respect. It means knowing their suppliers from the farmers to the fishermen. Farm to table at Commune means real food. They're over 90% local and working every day towards a 100% guarantee. Commune in the Vibe District in Virginia Beach. And now in the Neon District in Norfolk. And online at communeva.com. Eat real food. Hey, everybody, and we're back with a guy that I've been familiar with for a little bit, Chef Sam Garrity, who's worked on the peninsula for some time. Uh, he just recently got done with a stint at Vintage Tavern in Suffolk. Sam, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just wrapping up football Sunday. That's right. That's right. We interrupted you watching the game to get you on the show. How was it at, at this recent stint at Vintage Tavern? I know that you were there. You, the family really meant a lot to you there. Um, as a guy who's worked on the peninsula for so long, how was that working at a uh, vintage tavern? It's a, it's a nice breath of fresh air. You know, um, I definitely enjoyed working on the peninsula and everything, you know, I, I put my time in there and learned a lot of things from a lot of people. And then going to vintage tavern was just, it was a dream. Honestly, it's probably my most favorite job I've ever had, you know, um, the creativity, just really getting to do what we want and, you know, following pretty much a very basic set of parameters and uh i don't know i think it's really good for growth and you know w within the company you know we went through a chef change and we got um 
one of our guys that had been on the grill for a long time, Andrew Gallagher, he yeah. uh, he stepped up and uh, he took over, and you know we moved forward with that, and it was it was cool, man. It was a nice bonding experience for everybody. Talk to me a little bit about uh, food out on the peninsula. I know that uh, you've you've worked at Dead Rise, you've worked at a, just a myriad of places out there over the years. Like how do how do you kind of classify food out on the peninsula? Like I know. I know of some cool spots. I, I don't think that it's respected as much as maybe some other areas in Hampton Roads. Uh, what, what do you think about the, the food scene out there, and, and uh, how would you kind of categorize that to somebody that maybe doesn't get out there as much as they, as they possibly should? I mean, there's some real gems out here. There really are. There's a lot of hole-in-the-wall yeah. places. You know, it's not, it's not your Virginia Beach. It's not your Norfolk, you know, super niche food. And I, I kind of like that sometimes. You know, there's... You got Forrest at Smoke, who's just, I mean, come on. Killing it. You've, you've seen it, yeah. You know what's going yeah. on there. I mean, every day I see him post something, and it's just, you know, it's something different. It's it's not just barbecue, you know. It's pizzas, it's desserts, it's, you know, that's that's what it's all about. And, you know, to, to be able to express yourself like that is cool. Um, you know, you got stuff right here. If you're stuck in traffic, right there in Phoebus, you know, Um it's tacos. It's they have these bulgogi egg rolls, man. I'm telling you, you got to get them. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been to stuff yet. I've been out in Phoebus. I've been to Mango Mango. I'm a big fan of what's going on there. Where else do you like to hit up out in the peninsula? Uh, let's see. I like to go to Rick's Cheesesteak, man. I know it sounds cheesy. It's a, it's a really good cheesesteak. No, it's a hell of a cheesesteak. I've had it. It's very, very good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got onion rings that are slathered, nacho cheese, and bacon, and I mean, I'll admit, there I, is nothing I pretty wrong much with eat that. like a child, man. <laughs> I go, there's a place, uh, it's on Pembroke, it's called Chickasee, it's fucking fried chicken, mm. man, and it's, they got these corn fritters and this secret sauce that's just, you know, ketchup and mayonnaise together, it's secret. Uh, you got Wilkes Barbecue, <laughs> Wilkes Barbecue, man, Hampton staple. If, if you're ever out here, man, Wilkes Barbecue, you get you a big barbecue sandwich all the way and some baked beans. I promise you, you can't go wrong with that. Hell yeah. Um, tell me, tell me, tell me in, in terms of your career, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people that, that I, the circles that I'm in and that we do articles on, we've did an article on you a while ago. What, who were some of the people that have, the chefs that have kind of had an influence on you? Like where, in terms of some of the people that really shaped the way you see food, the way you, you approach food, like who are some of those people? Uh, the people, man, you know, when I first started, we didn't have social media, so it was kind of word of mouth, or you really had to go somewhere to uh, to watch somebody cook or to have their food. Um, my dad used to take us to Bobby Woods um, mm. Institution, you know. Um, yes. I worked briefly for, um, God damn it. <laughs> Michael Topher, man, Michael, Mike, no, nah, Michael Topher was fucking cool. He was super cool. He was like this old hippie dude that like just taught me to fucking be relaxed. And if it's going to happen, it's going to mm. fucking happen. Uh, Ledbetter, man. Yeah. I talked to you about him in depth. Um, John El Diablo. Yeah. That's another place you should definitely go check out. Um, John pretty much was the one who, you know, was like, fuck what you think you can do and do something different. Like, do something that's not copying somebody else's dish. Do something that's, 
going to be out of the box and you know you don't have to go spend a bunch of money on a bunch of like super expensive ingredients you know you can you can make something out of nothing and that's kind of the beauty of, of cooking and what we as chefs do <laughs> yeah yeah why did you uh why did you decide to leave uh, vintage tavern is it the project that that you're getting ready to endeavor into or what was the reason for for stepping you know going going forward from there yeah, um, they are going through a remodel right now, and uh, things just mm-hmm. happened to work out. I got a phone call not too long ago from a a friend slash colleague that I've known for quite a while, and he approached me about opening a new restaurant, and uh, the things just kind of worked out and meshed up, and the timing worked out. So I will be opening a restaurant in Newport News with him um, probably next month is what we're shooting for. I know you I know you probably can't give us too many details, but what details can you give me about this this new restaurant? Uh it's going to be Italian based. Uh northern Italian is kind of what we're we're looking for. We're looking for a lot of, you know, stewed meats, um, you know, hearty savory dishes. Not to say that all Italian's the same because God knows it's not. But you know, we want to we want to yeah. pay homage to the classics but still put our twist on it and uh you know, make something that's approachable, a little cutting edge. You know, I don't really want to make a bunch of foams and fucking all that. It's just not my bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> foams yeah. and airs and shit like that. And, hey, if you can do that, man, more power to you. It's just not my thing. We're just going to try to, you know, do the best we can. You know, we got a, a nice spot. It's right there in uh, Newport News City Center. So hopefully we'll get a lot of traffic and uh, it's better than the last place that was there. When you say that you're going to be opening that, are you going to be like the executive chef or the sous chef, or what's your do you know what what's your role there going to be? I am going to be the sous chef, uh, the executive chef, and one of the owners will be David Payne from the Chamberlain. Um, uh, okay. He actually, we do the uh, history bites at the Mariners Museum every year, and we won not last year, but the two years before that, and then he had won like a year before mm-hmm. that, so he was going for like a dynasty. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, I think there's a lot of people that are definitely going to want to check that when that when that opens. You said it'd be about a month away or so. Yeah. Um, as soon as you know, we we really knock everything out. Um, we'll pretty much release a little more. But I don't want to tell you something and then have us a month down the road be like, oh, sorry. I just want you know. No, I think absolutely. Us and everybody involved wants to just make sure that it that it goes off good, and I have no doubt it will. You know, I'm. I, I like his ideas and I, I like the thought of working with him and it's a, it's a beautiful space and um, we're going to definitely try to knock it out of the park. All right, man. Well, Sam, I, I really appreciate you stopping in for a minute and, and talking to us. It's a real pleasure to have you on this, this guy represented really well at our event, young guns of the industry, n- not too awful long ago. And uh, just a guy that has a lot of respect from a lot of people in the industry. So Sam, thanks you so much for joining us, man. And I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. We'll, we won't, we won't uh, interrupt any more of your game and, and uh, try to keep it down. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure my neighbors, are, neighbors will appreciate that. <laughs> All right, Sam. Have a great afternoon, man. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. Bye, buddy. They say not to take your work home with you. 
But when you're a renowned chef and your home has a vegetable garden, it's tough not to let the two mix a little. At Cobalt Grill in Hilltop, executive chef Alvin Williams is constantly on the hunt for the freshest, most local ingredients. From local fishermen to local farmers to his own backyard. From chicken penne and a champagne cream to a half rack of lamb. Chef Alvin handpicks the menu and sometimes even the ingredients. Learn more and stop into Cobalt Grill today in Hilltop and online at cobaltgrill.com. Deb, <laughs> guess what we're going to be soon? We are going to be animated. We are, yes. You want to tell the audience about that? Oh, I, I can certainly tell them. So we are working on a documentary. Um, with, we're working on the never-ending food documentary. <laughs> yeah, true, true, right. But like one of the really cool segments that we're going to have, we're going to animate one of our radio segments, which is cool. And we found a guy uh, on Instagram, all that Manny, so Shawshank Manny is the guy's name, and uh, he, we talked to him earlier today. He's going to animate us, and I, I'm super excited. He's going to do the bit that we talked about when I had grasshoppers over at Benchtop. So that'll be and that you're a cracker connoisseur. <laughs> so the grasshoppers <laughs> uh, and the grasshopper beer that Benchtop had. So that's that's what that animation is going to be about. So I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy about this too. I, I looked online for quite a while. Uh, I, I, we, we had talked about how we wanted uh, some type of animation mm -hmm. uh, and illustration as part of the 30-minute uh, documentary series that we're going to be uh, throwing out into the ether late October, early November. Right. And uh, so uh, I looked all around for animators. Uh, this guy is just super cool. I, I definitely uh, recommend going to his Instagram page that Deb said a minute ago. Um, he's got a lot of cool little animations there. Yeah. Um, the 48-hour project he did was really, really cool. Uh, he did this newer one with like a fly. Oh yeah, I saw that one. That was really, was really neat. Yeah. Uh, this other girl riding like an octopus. Um, so well, that sounded a little. That sounded. <laughs> she was riding an octopus. I was like, there. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. You that, watch that one's really no. He, he, this guy is super talented. Uh, we did a uh, a phone chat with him. Uh, he's in India, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, we did a, a phone chat with him. Just super talented guy. Really happy to have him doing this. Um, we may have one more segment animated, but we'll get to that. But I think the other thing we should we should probably announce too is that uh, the segments will not just be Hampton Roads; they will be all of Virginia. Yes, yes, I'm so excited about that. So uh, you know, we've got uh, the barbecue uh, mm -hmm. the history history of Hampton Roads barbecue and some of the leading barbecue guys in in Hampton Roads for the Hampton Roads segment. Yep. Uh, the other half the road segment is going to be uh, Yak, we believe. Yak and Maine. Uh, uh, the, the Deb's going to cover. She'll eventually get to fried crab as well. There's another one. She oh, wants that's to a do. that's a definite uh, for sure. <laughs> we're looking we're looking at both uh, some things in Richmond and in Fredericksburg. Yeah. And in the first episode, which again will be 30 minutes, it'll be not just Hampton Roads. It'll probably be either Hampton Roads in Richmond or Hampton Roads in Fredericksburg, depending on mm -hmm. how it plays out. And then the second episode that way as well. But we're looking to kind of cover authentic. Virginian foods yeah. and authentic Virginian trends uh, and things like that. And then each time we'll have uh, some of these segments animated. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be something to definitely keep your eyes on. Uh, I basically have been feverishly working on that and uh, also following the uh, continued white beef of 2018. Oh, yes. And I get an update almost every day. It's fascinating. <laughs> it's really fascinating. Well, it's another one of those things that, and we kind of touched on this, we were talking about if it was relevant or not, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. M&M. And, and, you know, and you were wrong. I was wrong. Uh, Kamikaze, number one uh, selling album. But uh, Jay-Z. 
has more what 14 number one albums remember yes yes but i believe in all-time numbers i do believe that when i checked it, it well, see we're gonna argue about this <laughs> i don't hip-hop is a black art form you're right i'm not trying to take away from that uh-huh. uh i know you get mad at me anytime we talk about eminem but i will say <laughs> that's another example besides the whether or not that's relevant or not uh in terms of uh shaping popular culture it's like when you asked me what did you think of these and I was kind of like you know I was kind of underwhelmed by both of mm-hmm. them because uh, Eminem just put out the response to MGK kill shot right. Deb's like frowning right now like I don't give a fuck I, uh, I, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I know it's important but to I you. didn't find kill shot to be all that great well you know I said and I will say it again like the best like disc record or whatever was Mariah Carey when she put out obsessed like that was the best one against eminem like she had a whole video she dressed up as him like because he was stalking her for a little while like that's i'm sorry it's better than any other disc record that anybody's done against eminem it's mariah disc records are about lyrics and there's like a hook on that and then some basic stuff no a disc record is short for disrespectful yeah but so she was hella yeah, disrespectful but, but it's about to eminem this, this from the woman who put you know lauren hill on her top oh 10 my god MCs. name a scarface song no no, no i'm not doing this name no, a scarface song the point is, is that you can. No, no, no. <laughs> see you have no idea what you're talking about I, and that's a shame oh, I, whoa what well, well, because, well, because think about it for a minute if someone said like what's some of the all-time best diss tracks yeah. no vaseline would be on that thing right yeah for sure yeah. no one's talking about mariah carey well all i'm i that first of all no i'm sense. being super if specific Mo was about here right now mo would be laughing as loud as he was when you put lord but Hill you on know the what top 10 list. but one mo's not here two <laughs> good she, thing because he would like you know cry what? and pass you know what but here's the thing here's the thing i kind of feel like best diss track well, against Eminem, nobody's saying of all time. Like, nobody's saying that. Like, all I'm saying is, Ugh. compared to the stuff that I've been hearing from some of your kindred brothers, like, <laughs> I am sorry. Mariah's is better. Laugh. So, sorry. So, you can go ahead and claim that MGK is better or whatever. Where is I'm this? I'm not claiming any, I don't know. Whatever his name is, Machine Gun Kelly, whatever the heck. Like, go ahead. But, like, I kind of feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to call you a bluff on it because it's not good. I, I, and what does that then say that I Mariah's is say, better than what your well, brother would put I don't agree with that. Mar- no one cares. No one even. No one gives a single shit about the Mariah. Who Carey. cares about Machine Gun Kelly? Seventy-one million people of I your think brother. Yes, they do. They no, do. there's there's people there's brown <laughs> people online talking about it too. It's not just us. I find albino. that fascinating. <laughs> I find the fascinating. I haven't seen anybody talking about it. Did you? Have, but that's because you don't even go on. You look at one thing. You look at one thing. You have one social media source. Because you're because you're old. You have one whoa, social media. Whoa. Story. I'm sorry, and what's your social media talk? I have several. Yeah, you know what your go to is as soon as you like pick up your phone, it's Facebook, which, wait, wait, hold which on a minute. trends oh, no, older no, than no. any other social media. So come on, player. Listen, come on, listen, player. listen, when you need to find out the hours to a restaurant, <laughs> what social media site has you the know best? What? We, oh, hold on. When you had me drive you to Richmond oh, to go wow. to the museum. Wow. I had well, you drive me. Well, I don't one, like this language. Well, see, I don't like this language. This is what's called stomping all over a joke, and you're supposed to give it space to breathe so I can get my joke out. I'm gonna end up Cat Williams and you on that like that woman oh, on. Oh if you're really? Not Are you? Are you? Gotta you? Get, you gotta let oh, me get my punchline out. You gotta get out. your skills up, player. Cause mm, come mm, on, mm. come on now. Come I know you're now. used to controlling white guys, but I'm not that white guy to control. You understand what I'm, I know that's your thing. 
that's what you do, cracker connoisseur. Who are these white guys I'm controlling? I'll wait. Who aren't they? There's a list, a growing list. There's a growing list. There's no growing list. Whatever. That's right. As she had to explain to to the animator. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm a black woman, and the joke is crackers. I like white men. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's not what I said. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. What I was trying. What did to you ex- say? What did you I say? I was trying to explain why Cracker was a double entendre because he might not know because he was Indian. Notice how I gave you space there to explain oh, oh, so the thing. Oh, so never for give one, me any space. So for once, you're not stepping over me. For once, you're doing that. Huh? Stepping over. How, oh my why'd gosh. you just go into like New York accent? <laughs> did you, see, this is the first time it's happened on air. Deb speaks in five different tongues on a regular basis. That's not true. Say hot dog. I will. I will not. Say hot dog. Frankfurter. No, say hot dog. <laughs> she won't say hot dog because she turns into like a super cute old Jewish lady That's in New York true. every time That's she says true. hot dog. That's not true. We're moving forward. Right. So we're yes. running out of time. Yes, thank goodness. So I'm Deb. And I'm Fitz. See you Bye, guys. guys. Grit with Deb and Fitz is produced by Southern Grit Media. Engineered by Nick Bardaro. Intro music provided by Saltine. Saltine is online at facebook.com slash saltine757. The opinions made on this show do not reflect the opinions of 102.1 The Tide.